Mommy made me mash my M&M's. Mommy made me mash my M&M's. Okay. What? Um, who are you? Oh, Doug Peterson sent me in. The other guy got benched. Not again! Welcome back, Harrison. Yeah, who was that person? I thought you were going to tell me. I don't know, but she was hot. Okay. Well, my name's Ian. And I'm Harrison. And we're now both here for 10-Minute Warning Podcast. And you know what time it is? Time for the 10-Minute Warning. I meant playoffs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Missed the cue a little bit. Yeah. Playoffs. Playoffs. Wait, we got to get the pitch right. Okay, hold on. Playoffs. We might be tone deaf or that might have worked. I don't know. I don't know. It sounded good in my ears. Yeah. I mean, I'm tone deaf. I think the camera broke, though. When I said we might be tone deaf, I meant I am definitely tone deaf, and I'm not sure if you quite are yet. I am, too. It's playoff time, everybody. Everybody who had a team that made it into the playoffs is feeling optimistic. This could be it. This is our year. Sorry, Dolphins fans. Sorry, yeah, sorry, Dolphins fans, for real. The, Dolph- the Dolphins controlled their own destiny for like a month and a half and yeah. then lost out. They were the only team that really lost out that could have gotten in on by just winning. There's a couple of teams that I think are going to be losing out, though, because of certain situations. Yeah. That's a We'll talk about that later. Sorry for the sip. I was thirsty. It was water. I apologize. But playoff time, I mean, we're talking – the Titans got so close last year. It was like a Cinderella season. Do they finish the job? Ravens, can they win a playoff game with Lamar Jackson? Can they beat the Titans? Can they beat the Titans? They have to do that soon. The football team oh, yeah. is in the playoffs. and <laughs> They might be my team. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That would be so funny. It would be so funny if the year they got rid of the name Redskins, they just win a Super Bowl. Yeah, and I mean... Native but, American curse anybody? If any division can do it, it's that division. Because, I mean, yeah. you think of the Giants. They did it twice, being like coming in for the wild card and making it to the Super Bowl and winning it. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles won a lot of games when they got theirs, but yeah. I digress. All the NFC East jokes, uh, I think we should make a montage of all the jokes we made about the NFC East if yeah. the football team wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> we'll mash ourselves in the face. But... There's a lot going for a lot of teams. The Red Hot Bills are coming in. Phillip Rivers is going for hopefully at least one last chance with the Colts. Maybe he has more. We don't know. The Bears are somehow invited. And the Buccaneers have Tom Brady, which feels like it was a bigger story a couple months ago. And now it's just kind of the state of affairs. Yeah. It's typical Tom Brady. Let's start with the most talkable talking point, though. And that is a team we just mentioned that is not going to the playoffs. Doug Peterson's Eagles. I'll let you go Sorry, first. Eagles fans. What was he? Uh, wait, who'd you apologize to? Eagles fans. Oh, I thought you said Bills fans. No, Eagles fans. Yeah. Who cares? Who Eagles cares? fans shouldn't be. Eagles fans shouldn't be mad. I think they should be mad. Giants fans should be mad. Giants fans should be mad too. I mean, the coach literally quit the game. No, okay. Well, before before we get into it real deep, I'll just say the Eagles fans should not be that upset. They get a better draft pick, and they um, 
I think it's a better situation for their players. But the Eagles players, the ones oh, that play yeah. their asses off, they should be upset. The guys that are working year-round to win that last game against a division opponent. See, I disagree with you that fans shouldn't be mad. Really? I get the whole pick, but it's only like two or three positions. No, I think it went from like 14 to 7 or something. No. Or they went from like... They went from like 9 to 6. 9 to 6 is huge, though. Yeah. That's a huge <clears throat> jump in salary. 9 to 6 is the difference between getting like... But they need a receiver, and this is a loaded receiver draft again. Yeah. But, okay, so my point is, is Eels fans love to win. They hate to lose. They will, they throw snowballs at Santa. They burn shit. I mean, they hate to lose. I was going to use that as an example as why they don't care about winning. They just want to be dicks sometimes. They do just want to be dicks. But Philadelphia is an emotional the town. The chance to knock Washington out of the playoffs would have been a lot more exciting for the fans knowing their team did that than the Giants just getting in by them winning. Let me ask you this. As somebody with Eagles fans in your family, mm -hmm. every division has four teams. Mm -hmm. Nobody likes any team in their division, especially one that's good. But I do feel like that some rivalries are deeper. Cowboys football team. Yes. Deeper. Does it work the same way? Eagles, Giants, New York and Philly are very much in that little triangular area. They're pretty close together compared to the rest of the, the division. I could see the Eagles wanting to help themselves out more and screw the Giants. So I asked an Eagles fan actually that question the night yeah. after the game happened. And she told me, no, we always grew up hating Washington. Really? We, or the Cowboys. Cowboys come first. Right, of course. Eagles hate the Cowboys. But then she was like, we never really – we hate the Giants, but we never really cared about them because they weren't relevant. So, okay, so whatever fan you're talking to, how old they were, that's their experience. Yeah. So I guess any Eagles fans who are younger in the sense that when they were in high school, Eli was pulling off his tricks and magic, mm -hmm. and then you had to wait to get yours with Peterson – I could see those people when, like, if those were your like, if those were your teenage years, like the teenage into your twenties, when you're like, when you can really focus on this stuff, yeah. when you when you get when when you're not controlling your emotions well enough because of your age and you're living and dying by what's happening on that field. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That girl, that girl from math class didn't text you back. You can't stop breaking out on your face, and the Eagles disappointed you. F those Giants. You know, I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. But I so oh, do she you have said Redskins? I mean, football team. Yep. Um, and I would have to take her word for it. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, I just you know, I've always grown up with football team fans and Cowboys fans, and that's always been the big thing. It's always I, the Thanksgiving Day game. It's always the Thanksgiving Day game. Well, at least at least the Cowboys are for a while. Yeah. Um. So do you have any defense for Doug Peterson? You're saying he threw the game? I'm saying he threw the game. My only defense is that they got a better draft pick. I think that's the only positive outcome of it is that they got a better draft pick. They moved up. They can now go and get their top receiver that they want. But other than that, no. I don't really have much of a defense. I think, well, okay, so for one, they do keep a six – win team from getting to the playoffs a seven win team at least goes with the football team because exactly. the giants would have gotten in at six yeah which is just whoa um it reminds me of the nfc west 
in like 2007, 2008. You remember that when they, every team was losing mm-hmm. <laughs> and they couldn't get anybody in the playoffs. Um, I see it two ways. I see if I'm Doug Peterson, why do I make that move? And this was actually my first reaction. I haven't heard this on other sports platforms yet. I may be missing it. I don't know. But I believe that you bench Jalen Hurts because you already benched Carson Wentz. So I think that if you know, if you and the GM have already had a talk and you're like, listen, the odds of us moving Carson Wentz are slim to none. Um, He doesn't want to be here right now, but we got to try to work things out with him and make him work. We've given him all this money. It's guaranteed. Mm -hmm. How do you give a star quarterback with money who got benched an even chance to win that job back and let Philly fans, specifically Philly fans, believe it's a good idea? You bench the other guy, and he was running out of games in the season to do it. That's the only reason I think you bench Jalen Hurts at that point. I mean, his completion percentage was low, but he was getting touchdowns and moving it with his feet and keeping you in the game. But you bench him with one quarter left. Yeah. And that's enough to say, okay, it's a battle now between both quarterbacks? I'm not saying I'm I'm – let me be clear. I'm not defending Doug Peterson. I am just trying to figure out what he might have been thinking. And I know that – he has brought up Sudfeld before, Nate Sudfeld. He firmly believes Nate Sudfeld could run this system. But he's not the GM, thank goodness. Doug Peterson's very much reminding me of why Bill O'Brien should not have been a GM. Because yeah. the coaches see things in practice that you do when there's no pressure. Mm-hmm. And they think, see, he did it there, he'll do it again. And then you put the pressure on, and uh, Sudfeld showed us what happens there. Yeah. But again, even if I was Doug Peterson, and I was going to bench Jalen Hurts, you have to have Carson Wentz active. If you're trying to give Carson Wentz a chance, he has to be in the game. He was a healthy scratch. Yeah. Didn't even have a uniform on. I mean. No, was standing in street clothes on the sideline. When I saw that, I was like, oh, he really is done with Philadelphia. I do. And I will say this one thing. Um, if Sudfeld had done enough to win, there's no conversation right now. Does that make sense? When the Dolphins benched Tua for Fitzpatrick and he won and beat the Raiders. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah. 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 There is no conversation. So it would have been like he made the smarter move. Right. Uh, the Seahawks ending the Super Bowl against the Patriots, throwing the slant instead of running Marshawn Lynch up the middle. Yeah. If it had worked, it's genius. Yeah. That's how these coaches are. These coaches that are gamblers, um, I would think of Riverboat Ron and Doug Peterson as two of the biggest ones mm-hmm. as gamblers. But – they will take these big risks, and when it blows up in your face, you just have to sit there and take it because Peterson had a couple of really ballsy shots that he called going to that Super Bowl that mm-hmm. maybe won it for him. Yeah. So if you're going to have a guy who's going to do stuff like that. Yeah, who would waste a pass on Nick Foles? Now, do you think he gets fired? As of the taping of this podcast, Doug Peterson is still employed. Yeah, they came out earlier and said that he was going to be back for next year. Yeah, but that was a while ago, and he didn't, hadn't pulled this stunt yet. I think they're calling for the GM to get let go also. So I think, I mean, it could be a whole cleaning up in Philadelphia. I think that's a terrible idea. Doug Peterson going? I think getting rid of anybody off that one decision is a stupid idea. I don't know. I'm not saying it'd be the one decision. It's just been... It's been it's been it's, one bad year, right? It's, yeah, it's been one bad year. But it's there, been actually like three bad years, but they've been luckily in a terrible division. 
Well, they've been in a bad division, yeah. and they made the playoffs in a lot of those bad years. This is like what the first year he's missed the playoffs. That's what I mean. Like they luckily been in a bad. Division. You can't fire a guy who makes the playoffs that often, and he won a Super Bowl. Andy Reid got ten years from Philly for going to a Super Bowl. Yeah, they're saying though. Like I was reading comments from people posting on like Eagles Instagram page. And they're saying that a lot of people think that the offensive coordinator is the reason they even won that Super Bowl. Oh, my God. It wasn't the head coach. It's amazing. Everybody can – you know, it's it's crazy how many people on the internet know how to win the Super Bowl because none of them seem to go do it in real life. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's like – the Broncos are always like if they if their draft picks suck. Oh, John Elway needs to be fired. I'm like he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> he. I don't think Doug Peterson should be fired. I don't think so either. If you win a Super Bowl, you should get at least three years, three bad years for cushion, at yeah. least. And I think he's and had he's two only, of them. But he's made the playoffs. If you make the playoffs, it doesn't count as a bad year. Yeah, but if you get knocked so out you, in the first round immediately, he's still got in. Yeah. In a terrible division with Carson Wentz throwing to dudes off a bench, they made the playoffs. No one expected them to win. Yeah. And they were kind of competitive in that game. I just think my true opinion of this whole team is it's a mess right now in Philadelphia. Yes. Big time. Mm-hmm. And if they get rid of Carson Wentz, I don't think Jalen Hurts is the answer. No. Which- I have watched him play, and I watched him in college, and his biggest downfall is that or his biggest upside is that he can run really well and make plays happen. Right. But his biggest downfall is that he's not accurate with the football. That's the reason he got benched in the national championship against Georgia because he couldn't complete a pass. And I've watched him in the NFL these last two games. And besides the Saints game where he came on and was a ph- phenomenon, he hasn't thrown the ball very well. I think that Jalen Hurts may not be the answer. I think because of where you drafted him, he gets another chance or two. No, yeah. But I also think that if you can't move Carson Wentz, you go back to the guy that's done it in different seasons than a guy that almost did it. Yeah. But I I, I think Jalen Hurts is like, he was thrown into the fire. He's a rookie. Like, he's going to, if his passing is not that polished, then he's going to need time to get it down. Mm-hmm. Do the Eagles have that time if they keep their roster? I don't think they get rid of their people. Okay. Like, I mean, coaches? Coach, GM, at least. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think Peterson goes. I think the playoff record and everything will keep him in Philly. I think Philly is just going to wait for this to die down and let for another team, wait for other teams to do stuff. I think the GM could go, though. Really? Howie Rosen? Yeah. Because just he because paid of how bad he's drafted. Hmm. Like, they're tired of the draft picks. I mean, you took Ortega Whiteside instead of uh, Seahawks receiver. Really good. DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf, yeah. You take Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. Yeah. I mean, they are pissed up there about that. Yeah. Jalen Rager looked good in, in in flashes if he could get in a quarterback. Flashes, but he wasn't in, he wasn't healthy the whole season. Yeah. I mean, that's not a good start. Your rookie season would be missing most of the games. True. I think uh, Whiteside is definitely a blemish. Yeah. And I think if he could figure out a way to keep Ertz on the roster and not let Ertz leave. I mean, did you see Zach Ertz at that postgame? crying. Literally sobbing. Yeah. And he's the one – somebody said this today, and I totally agree. They were like, the Patriots ran a dynasty for over a decade, and you never heard a peep out of them. Mm-hmm. The Eagles won one Super Bowl, and we're preaching to everyone how you can have fun and still play the game, and they've been a mess ever since. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good up there. Something's got to change. I just don't think you get rid of the head coach 
And if you get rid of the GM, you're basically putting the head coach on notice. Mm-hmm. Um, but that Carson Wentz deal, that's it. I mean, that's that's like his thing. Mm-hmm. GMs live and die by their quarterback. Yeah, he paid Wentz, so you you and either move sense. if you move Wentz and you can get some good draft capital and stuff in return. Yeah. Well, that's what I think might happen. I mean, I'd there's still, a lot of teams out there that need a quarterback. I don't know what they'll give up for him, though. What do you think? I mean, Belichick and the Patriots have a lot of cap space. Are yeah. they taking on Wentz? With all the options that are out there? I mean, Jameis Winston. I trade, really. The Patriots. It's The cap space is what they're taking on. Yeah. If, if the Eagles have to trade Wentz and give up draft picks to unload that contract, they might. That's a, lo- that's a loss. Yeah. You might as well just tell him, you're on the team, deal with it. You're not in the middle of – you're not freezing your ass off. In Buffalo. In Buffalo. Yeah. You're, well, you're not freezing your ass off back in college. Where yeah. do you play? Nebraska? North Dakota State. North Dakota State? Yeah. I knew it was one of them. I could see the colors. So let's talk about coaches and GMs for all the teams. So um, I'm going to go ahead and declare that the Eagles coach coaching staff is safe. What do you think? Safe. Yeah, I say they're safe, except for their defensive coordinator. I think if they pulled that stunt and they had a chance to get to the playoffs, he's fired without even getting to a press conference. Yeah. But because they were out of contention and he tried it, okay. I think you let it go. So let's talk about the, what else we have. Let's talk about the Falcons. The Falcons have interviewed interim head coach Raheem Morris for the full-time job. Um, they're looking at Todd Bowles, the Bucks defensive coordinator. Todd Bowles was already a head coach for the Jets. That's kind of a retread. Raheem Morris will be a retread. He was a head coach for the Bucks. Um, no one knows what the Falcons will do. It would make more sense for them to get a GM first. I think that yeah. used to be. So this used to be the formula. You got a GM. You let your GM hire your coach. Mm-hmm. Your GM will probably fire that coach and get a chance at one more. Then you fire both of them. Yeah. Now a lot of times teams are doing this thing where they're bringing in the head. They have their head coach in place, and they're using the head coach's input to hire the GM. They're finding a guy that would match. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Kyle Shanahan model, if you will. Like, they wanted Kyle Shanahan, and he said, I want Lynch, basically. Yeah. I mean, that's what's been reported. Um, and the 49ers did get to a Super Bowl, and even when they even when they might as well have Nick Mullins on one leg throwing a ball, they're still pretty damn competitive. Yeah. I mean, so They're beating playoffs, almost beating playoff teams. Yeah. So, I think... The Falcons, though, might stick with that traditional GM role because they had a really good GM for a bunch of years. I mean, Dimitrov got to hire, what, three coaches maybe? Yeah. Dan Quinn. He got – he got um, Mike Smith was already there before him. Yeah, I mean, he, he was there a long time, even though because Mike had the j- job for a long time. Yeah. So he's he was there a long time. He has to be a top candidate for another team because he was with the Falcons for so long drafting. Mm-hmm. I think that a team like the Falcons – well, sorry. I think a team like the Lions could be interested in a guy like that. Dimitrov. Yeah. yeah. Just teams that are looking for stability are going to look for him. Yeah. The Jets maybe. Do they keep their GM? Didn't they hire their GM with Gase? I think they just fired Adam Gase. Yeah, they just fired Gase. Yeah. So the Jets are doing this new thing where their owner, until Trump's out of office, I think he's still an ambassador to a foreign country. I believe he's the ambassador to France. So I think whenever he loses that job, Woody's going to have to come over and be like, oh, I guess I should run this team again yeah. and fi- maybe hire my GM and head coach of the same year. <laughs> so uh, the Falcons are an interesting one as far as head coach. I think the head coach and the GM will decide if Matt Ryan's on that team next year. Mm-hmm. 
So I think no one's more interested in what's going on with the Falcons than 35-year-old Matt Ryan. I agree. Uh, former Texans GM Rick Smith is a strong candidate for that job. So they're looking for another guy who did it for a long time. Yeah. Rick Smith, you know, he got J.J. Watt, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. So, I mean, solid. DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of candidates in here. Champ Kelly, a player personnel guy. He's getting a lot of buzz. It looks like on here, on this list that I did not make. It's from NFL Network. I will give them credit. Um, they're saying that Champ Kelly's a candidate for that job. I think Champ Kelly, he is a uh, assistant with the – Bears, and I think that he has a good chance to be the Broncos GM. Okay. So hear me out on this. He spent about eight years in Denver. He's uh, black. It's a very white front office right now. Mm-hmm. Just not enough diversity. And he also spent time in Chicago, clearly, because he's still there. Yeah. And he was, and him and Vic overlapped a little bit. Okay. So I could totally see the Broncos going after this guy, who Elway knows, who's been working. And the Bears, outside of the Mitch Trubisky whiff, which we're going to have to blame the main GM on, but everyone else in that front office gets a little bit of clout because they've had some great picks. They're picking out a lot of, you know, they're they're in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I still don't understand how they got in. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like the Bears. They had to have a lot of our teams lose. (laughs) Right. But it's just like they are doing just enough. So they've got the players there for Matt Nagy, whatever his caliber is. Mm -hmm. They're giving him enough chess pieces to make the playoffs. Yeah. So Champ Kelly's an interesting name. Um, I think that the Panthers job is very interesting because Matt Rule will have a heavy influence on it. Mm -hmm. Um, They're looking. He makes a good decision. Yeah. Oh, my God. Interviewing former Giants GM Jerry Reese. Worked with Rule in New York in 2012. Uh, oh, my God. Jeff Ireland. Do you remember Jeff Ireland? Yeah, it sounds really familiar. He was with the Dolphins, and he was run out of town as Jeff Ireland signs were held up. Oh, my God. He was ran out of town. He's been with the Saints. Um, so, hopefully, he learned a little bit there. But yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say it. The Saints have not really been known as a great team to draft. They just always yeah. have their roster propped up by Drew Brees. Exactly. Yeah, and... They kind of do like what the Patriots do. They get a lot of late-round picks that pan out. Yeah, because when you have a great quarterback, that shit just happens sometimes. Adam Peters is another name I've been hearing a lot about. He's with the 49ers, also named for the Broncos job, but the Panthers are looking at him. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of overlap with the Panthers and the Broncos. Really? Yeah, because of our podcast. Okay. I think that – Because they listen to us, they now have a competition between each other. They're going to hear our podcast, and they're going to go, that guy likes the Panthers, that guy likes the Broncos, and I don't want to disappoint them. Yeah. Thank you for listening. (laughs) So before I even got down to this part of what I'm reading, the Detroit Lions, Thomas Dimitrov remains in the mix. It's the first name they list. Um, They're also been plotting a potential run at Seahawks GM John Schneider. So that's very interesting to me that the Lions literally want to just go take an existing GM away. <laughs> they, I don't understand how that works. Do you have to give him draft picks? I have no idea. Is his May- contract up? If his contract's not up, you got to do something. It's probably money. Yeah, give him money. Yeah, I doubt they give money. They want draft picks. They're going to need somebody to pick out. Uh, a Steelers VP, Omar Khan. Cowboys VP, a player personnel, Will McClay. All a lot of names. A lot a lot of the GM names you're not going to know. Let's talk about coaches. Eric Bieniemy has been strongly tied to the Lions job. Yeah. I don't know. Um, in the words of somebody I know very well, 
you know, hire Eric Bieniemy if you want, but that's Andy Reid's offense. Yeah. That's no, it. I agree. The I think the only reason you hire Eric Bieniemy is if you think he had a really strong part in shaping Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And then you want to bring him in for your young quarterback, which makes me immediately think J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I think Eric Bieniemy in New York would make a lot of sense. For Sam Darnold. Exactly. Or Sa- whoever their draft pick is. Bingo. Either way. Even if they draft a new quarterback, you're going to need somebody to do it. Yeah. So, it's interesting. Interim coach Daryl Bevel, he's going to get an interview. I, do you think any of the interim coaches have a shot at the job? I, I don't see any strong interim coaches. I feel like I've heard Houston's maybe has a shot. Yeah, but Romeo Cornell is so old. Yeah. <laughs> he's so old. I mean, He I would mean, have done it by now, right? Yeah, I think if any, everyone should just go and find their new coach. I think so, too. Uh, ESPN analyst Lewis Riddick, who we have here have been beating the drum for. Beating the drum for Lewis Riddick. And I would have to put my money where my mouth is. If he goes to the Broncos, I'm in. You know, I'd have to support it at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I've been too on board with him. I don't know if he would want that job. Um, with yeah, the, with, I feel like it's going to be hard for someone to want the GM job in Denver because they're just going to have Elway over their shoulder the whole time. Yeah, Elway said they're going to have final say over player personnel. Yeah, but do we believe it? Yeah, ask our our last GM back in uh, 09, yeah. 10. <laughs> Elway came in and overlapped with the GM for a year or two. Mm-hmm. And then in like 2010, 2011, he just he's, – the GM slowly slid out the door and it was Elway's time. Okay. And his first draft pick? Von Miller. Von Miller. Yep. You know – But they El- had also driven that team into the ground, so it was pretty easy to get a high draft pick. Uh, yeah, that's true. But he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> that was what he was still trying to get into the team. Josh McDaniel st- screwed it that year. Elway and the gang can be blamed for the past – three years or four years, but uh, Elway does leave GMing as he has a top four win percentage among active GMs. So as much shit as he catches for not having a quarterback, it just goes to show you that GMs are literally judged by the quarterback. Yeah. Every time someone's like, Oh, Bill Polian is so great. Why? Because he picked Peyton Manning over Ryan leaf. That's it. Mm -hmm. Nothing else. They're they're never like, Oh, he also got this player or that player. It's like, it's Peyton Manning or bust. So Elway, quote-unquote, doesn't have a quarterback yet. I still hope for Locke. Yeah, see? And then nobody gets credit for bringing these free agents in. Yeah. We could blame the Saints all we want for not drafting Drew Brees, but they convinced him to go there when he really wanted to be in Miami. Nick Saban's fault. Nick Saban's fault. (laughs) Thank you, Saban. Yeah. (laughs) He he screwed LSU and then had to help him out. Yep. Screwed LSU, went to Miami, screwed them, and said, finally, I'm going back to Bama. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. The Jacksonville Jaguars. So I find this one interesting. I've heard a lot about Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. So there was a report that has been deemed incredibly false that he wanted $12 million a year. They were working on a deal to give him $12 million a year in Jacksonville, and they said that's not happening. Yeah, that's too much. But there was a rumor before that that Texas offered him $10 million a year. Um, who knows? Yeah. I think Urban Meyer going to any team is exciting. Yeah. I mean, I saw a report that he was already putting together a staff and it was supposed to be like stellar. And so maybe if he does have a stellar staff, then he'd be worth the $12 million. The NFL Network is reporting that former Ohio State coach Urban Meyer has been lining up a staff saying he expects to land in Jacksonville. Yeah, that's what I saw too. So if not Meyer, 
they apparently he could go after Ryan Day, just go after the current the current Ohio State college coach. So that it's like someone from Ohio State, we want you to come down here to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> we forgot to mention there's been a little Jim Harbaugh talk in Detroit and also Ryan Fitzgerald or Patrick Pat Fitzgerald of Northwestern. Yeah? Yeah. So um Northwestern maybe. Uh Jim Harbaugh, I don't think so, do you? No. He just got extended through twenty twenty six, so So he's yeah, he's stuck at Michigan and he likes it there, supposedly. And if especially if Jacksonville gets Ryan Day. <laughs> Yeah. then it might be a little bit easier for him to win something and stay at Michigan. Yeah. Let's go to the football team where even though they're in the playoffs, they still do not have a GM. They have not had a GM in a long time. And it might be better that way. It might just be a new structure where the, but they need a GM. Now they got rid of Bruce Allen. It used to be Bruce Allen and a bunch of guys and they made picks. And then Bruce took all the heat. Mm. You need a GM or somebody in the front office to take that heat. I don't know who it's going to be, but league circles are saying former Panthers GM Marty Herney, um, strong contender. He's still very tight with Rivera from when they were both in Carolina. Yeah. Um, Rick Smith getting another mention here. I mean, uh, some of these really long GMs are going to get a lot of looks yeah. because they had a long, they had longevity. Rick Smith, mm-hmm. Dimitrov, etc. So. Um, Bengals are expected to keep Zach Taylor. Former Falcons coach Dan Quinn wants to coach in 2021 and is perhaps open to a defensive coordinator position. Uh, that seems about all of the notes that really matter to us. Yeah. So before we get started with the 10-minute warning and explain that, our first trivia question. Ready? Bring it on. Bring it on. This team is the first in NFL history to lose a 16-point lead in four straight games. They also fired their head coach. Who is it? Is it the Falcons? I don't know. It's the Chargers. The Chargers because... Wait, say that question again. The team is the first in NFL history to lose a 16-point lead in four straight games. Oh, I thought you were saying the last four straight games. Oh. So you're referring back to the beginning of the year when they lost like four straight games and blew every lead. I'd call it the middle, but yeah, middle or, of the year. Yeah, somewhere <laughs> around there. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I, just I think like, you've done that one before. Uh, yeah, I did it when it was like two or three games, and now that it's four straight, uh, because I think it was the, they had done it three times. Mm-hmm. And I did the question what I said, if they do it again, they'd be the first team to ever do it. Okay. And they were. Yeah. (laughs) So that brings us to one more topic before we switch the Chargers. Okay. They don't have a head coach. Do you think Anthony Lynn should have gotten more time? Yeah, I think at least like one more year. Yeah, because, I mean, he had a winning record. Yeah. They and, moved cities. And they have a new quarterback who's actually doing good. Why go and make him learn a whole new system again? Shake it up because you're the Chargers. That's why you do that. I guess so. They had that amazing 12-win team yeah. with LT, and they fired Schottenheimer, and I loved it. They've never been the same since. <laughs> it was the worst idea. Yeah. You Well, no, I think it was a 14-win team. No, it was 12-4. and four. Oh, man, He might have had a 14-win year. I'm not sure. He had a... LT had some years that just made me sad. Oh, you're not talking about under Anthony Lynn. You're talking about 
I'm talking about the Chargers. Yeah, back in the back. Yeah, Schottenheimer, yeah. Yeah, they may have had a 14 Because they got the first round bye, and then they got bounced. Yeah. And I think that that happened at least once, maybe twice, and then he was done. And it was like, why are you getting rid of this guy that wins so many games? Yeah. But he went on on to – Marty Schottenheimer did not die there. He went on to win a championship for the Virginia Destroyers in the UFL. How do you know that? Because when the- <laughs> you need to take a break from football, <laughs> it was a couple years back. And Virginia finally got a team, and I was like, "Hell yeah!" They were the destroyers, like the battleship. Yeah, and then Marty was the coach. <laughs> and they what league was this? I think it was the UFL, if I'm not mistaken. What is that? It, it was. It only ran for three years. Um, the Las Vegas locomotives won the first two years, okay. won the championship the first two two years, yeah. and the Virginia Destroyers won the third and final season that ever was played because they ran out of money. Go Virginia. It was one of the many, many leagues that tries to tap into markets where there's not an NFL team yet. And loses all their money. And loses all their money. Exactly. Yeah. Like that, what was the one team, what was the one league just two years ago? Two the AAF. Was that the AAF? Yeah. That's the one that like... They had this big investor come in, and they thought they were saved. It was Heinz Ward. No, no. There was, like, a big tech guy came in and bought oh, in. Okay. And, like, the league was going to fold in the middle of the year. Yeah. And then they came in, and he saved the league, and he was doing these interviews about saving the league and all this stuff. And then it was, like, a month later, and it still folded. Yeah. Because he just wanted to buy their algorithms and, like, some of their science technology. Oh, really? Yeah. He he bought the whole thing. and he So acted, smart. <laughs> he acted like a savior, and he just wanted intellectual property. Yeah. You wanted all of our personal information. Sports, am I right, people? Yeah. Um, Jason Garrett is being thrown around, tossed in for the Chargers job. Okay, I'm a big fan of Jason Garrett in the sense that he wins a lot of games. Um, 52 to 56 percentage win percentage as a head coach mm-hmm. over a long period of time. Okay. And I think he's just more of a head coach than a coordinator. Yeah, I just – he hasn't done anything with the Giants to help him. Right. Like, they're still just as bad as they were last year. And Daniel Jones looks exactly the same. And yep. that would be my big concern is you're going to take a quarterback – or, I mean, an offensive coordinator who hasn't been able to make Daniel Jones look any better, and you're going to take him out there to – and Try to help Herbert. Yeah, exactly. try to help Herbert, and it's just not going to work. No, I mean – See, and I, I think you bring in Jason Garrett if you think he's the right guy to lead the team. And I think you've definitely got to get the right offensive coordinator, some sort of quarterback coach who's yeah. a whisperer, to move up under Jason Garrett, be the OC, and really guide Herbert. Right. Garrett would very much have to be. But, I mean, he backed up Troy Aikman. I mean, he was a quarterback. I don't yeah. know if that helps him teach quarterbacks. It should. You would think, right? Yeah. Hey, Jim Harbaugh was a backup quarterback. It's a popular uh, – yeah, that's true. It's popular. <laughs> There's no quarterbacks <laughs> in Michigan. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, so the 10-minute warning looks very different this week. Uno page. Uno page. There's only, what, one, two, three, four, five, six games. Six games. We're still going to do the 10 minutes. We're just going to talk about them a little bit longer. This is what you guys want to know. Uh, keep an eye on these spreads. Betting during the playoffs is off the chain. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of money and people are going to get pissed. They're going to bet big. They're running low on games and they want to spend their money. Some people have an addiction to gambling. So yeah. 
let's get started. Ready? Ready. Time out. Okay. How much time do we have left? Nine minutes and 57 seconds. Oh, thank God. Yeah. That was a close one. Second trivia question. Redemption okay. time. You're 0-1. Yeah. Not feeling too good this week. Jonathan Taylor set a single-game record for the Colts with 253 yards. He was on my uh, – Jonathan Taylor was on my fantasy team. Yeah, and he did nothing the whole year. Yeah, he, he literally waited till I was eliminated and then just went off game after game. Jonathan Taylor has set a single-game record for the Colts with 253 yards. He's only the second Colts player ever with a 200-yard rushing game, joining this player who did it twice. The Colts were blast good back in, like, 05, 04 era. Sante Samuels? No. Yeah. I don't remember. Wrong name, but you got the right time. Uh, they did it twice, most recently in 2004. Mm, I'll give you a hint. Cardinals, Colts. I, yeah, I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Edrin James. Yep, Edrin James. Edrin James, yep. Uh, back during the uh, Peyton Manning heyday, running all over him. Yeah. All right, get the warning back ready. Ready, go. Colts, Bills. Now, the Bills are favored by seven. The Bills are everybody's darling. Everyone loves the Bills. How could they lose? They just bounced the Dolphins right out of the playoffs. Yeah, but they did it impressively. They did it impressively, but I'm just saying. It's playoff time. Everything changes. The teams fight a lot harder. And what were you saying about the Eagles? That Some people think that Frank Reich was the reason that they won that Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? He's on the Colts. He's the head coach. Yeah. So if uh, Philly fans are probably waiting for the Colts to beat the Bills, just go, see, it was that guy. Yeah. How funny would that be if, if it really did turn out like 10 years down the road, we find out it was Frank Reich. And like the it Eagles. It wouldn't be funny in Philadelphia. It would not be funny in Philly, but it'd be so funny to me that they won the Super Bowl and then let the coach that did it leave. Yeah. <laughs> Washington. <laughs> Falcons. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan. Sean McVay. Anyway, the Colts, I don't know. I don't know what to think of the Colts. Every time I see them play, it's a little bit different style. Like I said, Jonathan Taylor is now running crazy. Before that, they were throwing like crazy. But they might have what it takes to upset the Bills, but it's it's so hard to go against the Bills. Yeah, and a touchdown, I can – the way the Bills have been playing lately Mm – I have to pick the Bills. I think that if I'm betting this game, I'm betting the over. What's the over? Under? It's over under 52. With all the points the Bills put, put yeah, up. That's a good point. They've been putting up like 40-something points a game. Yeah, so I feel like they're going to carry part of that on their own, whether they win or lose. Yeah. So I think if, if you guys are betting, I'm de- betting the over. Who are we taking? I'm taking the Bills. You're taking the Bills? Yeah. All right, I'll take the uh, – I'll also take the Bills. Okay. Because I just don't think that the Colts are all that. Yeah. Rams, Seahawks, one of several in-division playoff rematches. What is the status of Jared Goff? Now, that is a good question. Will Jared Goff be playing? Yeah. Because if Jared Goff is playing, then it's a way different situation. Exactly. What do you think? Um, I mean, do you think the Rams 
I he was supposed to have a chance. If Jared Goff is playing, I'll take the Rams in a playoff situation because they at least have some defense and the Seahawks don't. I mean, Sean McVay, not sure whether Jared Goff will play Saturday. Then I'll take the Seahawks. Really? For now. Mm-hmm. I uh, put a little asterisk there that if Jared Goff plays, I'm taking the Rams. I think I'm going to take the Seahawks regardless. Regardless? I think I'm going to I'm going to give Russell Wilson. They got t- they're 12 and 4. It's not an easy division and I think that just you know, Jared Goff coming back with a hurt finger on his throwing hand mm-hmm. or John Wofford? Wofford? Wofford. Yeah. However you want to say it. It's spelled like Wofford College yeah. down in South Carolina, but everyone's been saying it Wofford, so it doesn't make sense to me. Hmm. Um where the Carolina Panthers used to practice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Seahawks. Are you taking the Rams with golf? With golf, I'm taking the Rams. Without golf, I'm taking the Seahawks. I'm going to keep track. We're actually going to keep... Uh, Put an H by there, too. We'll know what it means. What? We're here? Yeah. yeah. So, Buccaneers football team. How much time do we have left? Six minutes. Nice. We're going through it. The Buccaneers and the football team is very interesting to me. Chase Young specifically said, I want Tom Brady. Yeah. He is running low on chances to sack Tom Brady before Tom Brady retires, and that's what every kid coming into the league wants. wants to do. Von Miller can tell you how many times he sacked Tom Brady without hesitating. Yeah. It's it's something that they're definitely looking at. So I think this is not the matchup the Bucks wanted. They wanted the yeah. Giants. Yeah. But – that front, but Tom Brady has felt almost – I can't remember if he was number one, but he is top three and not feeling any pressure. That's all I was going to say. He's had a pretty good offensive line this year. Yeah, like he is, he's getting a lot of time, but the it's all going to come down to that defensive line. If, if, they, if they don't give Tom Brady time, they've got a chance, but their corners – Yeah. Now, Mike Evans, a little bit of a scary situation. Wait and see if Mike Evans plays. Um, it wasn't serious, but I don't know if he'll play this week. Mm-hmm. But hyperextending that knee. Yeah. But Antonio Brown's been coming on lately. Antonio Brown. You still got Chris Godwin. Yeah. You got Gronk. Gronk. I Scotty think, Miller. I think if I was doing a pick I would take the Bucks. But I think at eight and a half, I will take the football team to cover. It's eight and a half. Eight and a half right now. It went up from seven and a half. They're trying to get money on the football team. And I think I'm going to bite. I'll bite too. So we'll both take the football team to cover. But I don't think either of us expect them to actually pull out the win. No. Time out. What we got left now? Uh, four and a half minutes. Damn. That's uh, for half of the matchups. Yeah. So it's a little bit under. Okay, so you're down 0-2. I'm down 0-2. This is your last chance to get a winning record for today. Yep. You've got to go three in a row. Yep. Uh, this playoff team is the second team in NFL history to beat the same team twice in a season while allowing 35-plus points in both games. Let me say that again. Yeah, I already know. Oh, really? Who is it? You can say it again if you want to. This, for the audio people, this playoff team, they're the second team ever in history to beat the same team twice in one year while also allowing 35-plus points. It was the Titans, and it was against Houston. Correct, correct, and correct. Yes. Both games went, no, almost went to overtime. 
but they had the Hail Mary basically. Both in this game, last game. Both games were some of the best of the year. Yeah. Because of how high scoring they were. And Derrick Henry went off in both games. Yes. For like two hundred yards each. Mr. Two Thousand. Yep. He's on the two thousand list. Um All right, hit it back. All right. So as, as we talk about Derrick Henry, this is the time for the Ravens to get their revenge. Will they? The Ravens are favored by three and a half. Oh, this is the toughest matchup for me. It's so because tough. You want to take the Ravens. Yep. But you also want to take the Titans. But the Titans have the advantage because the Ravens haven't been able to beat them. And the Ravens are that team that seem to have kryptonite with the Chiefs and the Titans. But the Ravens are hot. The Ravens are hot. Best point differential over four games, and they are just going. They are they are finally clicking at the right time. Lamar actually looks like a guy who's who had an MVP last year for throwing a football you said within the last month. You said it's three and a half. Three and a half. I think it's a three point game. Yeah, that's my thinking. So I kind of want to take the Titans and the points. Yeah, but I also think the Ravens will win, and I just feel like John Harbaugh. Man, I don't know. After last year, he's got to have been thinking about this for a year. I'm going to take the Ravens, and I'm going to take them covering. Okay. Well, then, just for the sake of the show, so I don't have to think too hard, I'll take the Titans for the points. Okay. But uh, if you're doing a straight up pick'em league, I would go with the Ravens and just hope. Timeout. Okay. Okay. So now you're one and two. Things mm-hmm. are looking up. All right. Derek Carr, this is going to be a tough one. Oh, God. Derek Carr has more 4,000-yard seasons for the Raiders than all other Raiders quarterbacks in franchise history. He has three. Can you name the other two quarterbacks to have at least one 4,000-yard season? Two well-known, <laughs> two well-known Raiders quarterbacks. I don't know enough about the Raiders. Y- yes, you do. No, you've I- seen both of these. Well, you've at least watched one of these guys play recently. Oh, Marcus Mariota? He didn't play for them, did he? He's on the, the he's Raiders. A, he's a backup, though. He hasn't been in, has he? Yeah, he he definitely did throw for 4,000 yards in know. a season. <laughs> I, you said recently, so. Not that recent. Not yesterday. Yeah. All right, any guesses? Any, no. any Name no. one Raiders quarterback. Jamarcus guy. Russell. That's the only one? Yeah. You can't name the good one that won the Super Bowls? I can't remember his name. Rich Gannon? Yeah, I would have never gotten that. And Carson Palmer. Really? Carson, Carson Palmer, Palmer got 4,000 yards in 2012. Damn, I should have gotten Carson Palmer. I'm telling you, but you were too busy with your Marcus Mariotas and your Jamarcus I, Russells. I'm, it's not my day. I love that you only think of the Raiders as a poor team. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, Don't welcome. ever change. That's what I'm here for. Stay that way. Yeah. Let's keep it going. <laughs> All right. Time in. Okay. Bears, Saints. Uh, again, uh, Saints. Saints. I think it'll be a blowout. I think Alvin Kamara is going to come back. He's not on the COVID list anymore, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's going to be bad. I mean, I saw the Saints over Christmas play the Vikings, and they blew them out. And it was they just look like they're clicking right now. It's nine and a half points for the Saints. Are we taking the points? The Bears have a decent defense. I'm taking the points. I'm taking the points, too. So we're all on the Saints. Um, it would be a shame for Drew Brees to play what what everyone seems to think would be his last game and, and, lose. and lose to the Bears. Yeah. Uh, our last – so how much time do we have for this last one? Two and a half. Sweet. Browns, Steelers. Now, the Browns are getting screwed. Yes. They are getting so screwed. They do not have uh, 
they're going to miss several coaches for this game, including their head coach. They have a temporary head coach. They've got a Pro Bowl caliber lineman out. Mm -hmm. They've got several players. I think seven players over the past two weeks have been on the COVID list. Mm -hmm. And they've got like a receiver. They haven't named who it was, but. And they've barely beat the Steelers last week when the Steelers were sitting Big Ben and sitting like a few players here and there. So, um, yeah, I think the Steelers win this game. I do too. I think the Browns could win this game, but I don't think they win it if it's played when it's supposed to be played. If the NFL moves the game, maybe maybe that's a different story. Exactly. But for right now, I think we're both taking the two 12 and four teams that are playing this week to win their games easily. Yeah. I'll take the points. Yeah. I mean, it's only four and a half against the Browns because it's in division, but I think they win by a touchdown or more. Yeah. If the Steelers lose, what a disappointment. I mean, they would be the equivalent of the Ravens. Yeah. Did the Ravens win that many games that last year? They in were a row? 14 and two. Really? But not, not 11 and zero. No, no, no. See, like the they Steelers, like eight and zero, the think. Steelers were undefeated though for so yeah. long. But it's just, I mean, I've said all year that the Steelers could be that team that goes on the feet and knocked out in the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They just, they've had a lot of injuries. I mean, it's getting worse for them as the season goes on instead of better. Yeah, that's true. And I, but Big Ben has had a good year. Yeah. I think they at least get past the Browns, but I don't have a lot of faith that the Steelers make it to the Super Bowl. No. 45 seconds. 45 seconds. Anything else you want to say? No. I'm excited. I'm super excited. I'm excited. I love that they added a wild card. I love that there's like two extra games. It's not just four games for the first week. We get six games. It's going to be a huge weekend. Um, Me and Harrison are going to be ordering food in from several delivery places, not moving much. We'll be in the same room. Well, I'm going to weigh my body down with pizza so I can't move. Right. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like a cinder block. Papa John's has that stuffed crust now. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds delicious. But we'll buy local. <laughs> no, we won't. Um, there's no Papa points. I mean, I will buy local, but not all the time. Maybe Benny's. Benny's, yeah. Benny Marconi, shout out. Yeah. Maybe, hey, six games. Free pizza. Maybe Benny's will send us a uh, $35 uh, large pepperoni pizza, and we'll uh, talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, we'll eat it on the podcast. I'll eat it. Yeah, we'll eat it. We will film ourselves eating two it. pizzas. We'll eat one on Sunday and one on the podcast. Yeah. I'll talk while I'm eating it. I don't care. I'm yeah. already drinking water. I have no manners. <laughs> Did you get any comments about uh, your electrocuted nipples? No. No? Thank goodness. No, no one said anything. Well, I guess you're going to have to do it yourself. No one cares about my nipples. <laughs> I wish they did. All right. Well, I'm Ian. I'm Harrison. And we're out.